0: Welcome to the Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. It's a joy to have you with us today. Pastor Ed leads Fellowship Church in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. In today's message, Pastor Ed Young continues the series, Woke or Awake, with a talk called Wake Up to Wokeism. This conversation will sharpen our discernment and deepen our faith in a complex world. This program is just a glimpse of what Pastor Ed has to offer. From global missions to his latest inspirational books and daily devotionals, there's something for everyone. You can find all of this and more at edyoung.com. And here's an exclusive offer for our listeners today. Download a free chapter of Pastor Ed and Lisa's newest book, A Path Through Pain, at edyoung.com. With refreshing vulnerability and power, A Path Through Pain shares their family's journey from sorrow and anger to hope and healing after the tragic and sudden loss of their daughter. As they share their incredible perspective, they will inspire and equip you to believe that there is purpose in your pain, even if you can't see that purpose yet. Now, let's get into today's message. Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young.
1: I think if the truth were known, in an audience this size, I would say that All of us are in different stages of slumber. Some of us would be awake. That's, believe it or not, a stage of of sleep. Others would be just lightly sleeping. And still others here would be, I'm talking, you're out, deep sleep. And when I talk about sleep, I'm not talking about just physically sleeping. I'm, I'm talking about sleeping in the deepest sense of the word. I read this week that we spend like a third of our lives asleep. That's crazy. Have you ever thought about that when you're asleep, you don't really know you're asleep until you're awake? It's weird, isn't it? Asleep, asleep. I've been talking about wokeism and this is the final installment of this series. Woke or awake. I want us today to wake up to wokeism. And what we're dealing with right now as we look in the, in the different sections or different stratas of our culture, whether it be athletics and sports, whether it be entertainment, whether it be education, whether it be our government, whether it be the corporate world, what we see is this massive wave of wokeism. It's deceptive, it's sexy, it's, it's, it's cool to, to a lot of us because it preys on compassion. It basically says, if you're compassionate, if your eyes are open, then everything is about the color of your skin, everything is about your body parts, everything is about your sexual orientation. If your eyes are open to that, then you are woke. But if you're not, You're racist, xenophobe, homophobe, the list is limitless. So today we're going to wake up to wokeism. And so many here, I know you're you're like, okay, I'm awake to wokeism. What is wokeism? Wokeism is a critical and divisive way of looking at all things in our culture. That's what it is it's based on blame stereotype victimization and envy so let's say you're a student i see some young people there let's say let's say you're in junior high let's say you're in you're in college just just watch what i'm telling you and let that play out and i'm telling you when you hear so many people in the realm of Academia—not all, but most—you're going to find that ideology. You'll be able to sniff it out. And it's hell bent. Wokeism is hell bent on taking away our freedom of speech and freedom of religion. Don't lie to yourself. They are coming for you and me. They are. The enemy read throughout the New Testament, and go back to the Old Testament, he is all about, I'm talking about Satan himself, deception. He's the wolf, as we've talked about, in sheep's clothing. He disguises himself as an angel of light. So yeah, there's a little kernel of truth in this, no doubt about it, but the overarching mentality is satanic. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 14, and this is kind of a wake-up call, wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. What is wokeism? It's willfully overlooking known evil. That's wokeism. So we need to wake up just in one way, to the utter uniqueness of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel is unique. Wokeism, please again, download this. Wokeism is anti-gospel at every single turn. It's anti-gospel, it's against the Bible, against God. And let's just face it. Whenever you turn your back on God, and, and man has done this from the garden on to where we are today. Whenever you turn your back on God, you're gonna come up with these ridiculously moronic, strange schools of thoughts that don't make sense. Wokism does not make sense. We have so many people, though, who are deceived. The wokers call someone a racist, they're the racists they call someone intolerant they're intolerant they call someone like like against this or against that they're against this or against that they they call out hate they're 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 about hate so it's it's inverted so watch this when you hear this pablum talked about from ceos talked about online tiktok instagram Facebook, when you hear this in the classroom, usually it's the height of hypocrisy. But just, just name me one place, one city that's better off because of wokeism. Just name one. Uh, you can't. But everywhere we turn, people are getting woke. Have you heard about the Cowboys? They're changing their name. Did you know that? They've gone totally woke from the Cowboys to the Dallas Cowpersons. That, See, you have a hard time laughing. You love the Cowboys so much you can't even laugh. That was funny. That was really funny. What would be funnier, the Dallas Cowqueers? Is that funnier? Hey, we're in serious trouble when I agree more with Bill Maher than most preachers I see on Instagram. At least Bill Maher has courage, Bill Maher, to stand and say, this is a joke, a joke. Bill Maher, maybe you'll become a pastor. We need to pray for him. I like his boldness. I'm serious. Obviously, the Bible says, Genesis chapter 1, that we're made in the unique image of God. There is one race, let me say it again, one race. Race as we know it is a man-made construct. There's one race. There's great diversity. And I'm so happy, I'm so thrilled of the diversity in the creativity of God. What has happened in the past in our nation has been hellacious. With slavery, treating human beings as animals, Absolutely awful. From that, though, we've learned from that, and we're still paying the price in many, many ways about slavery and, and about persecution and about racism. That's right, I'll use the word. But look where we are today. Look where we are today. The Bible, though, says from cover to cover that we are unique that we're one of a kind. Anytime we talk about race, like we stereotype someone, maybe we take just a few people and then try to stereotype an entire group of people based on the behavior of just a few. Anytime we do that, we're making a mockery of the majesty of our maker. So no, no, no. Wokers don't have the corner on the market of racism. Heck to the no. As Christians, we do. It's a beautiful thing, an amazing thing, an empowering thing, but remember, we're one. All we're talking about is different melanin in our skin. That's it. But sadly, there's been racism in our nation's history and also racism around the world. One of the things of the gospel is this thing called forgiveness. You've heard about that. It's all about the gospel. Forgiveness. God created us in his image, right? We messed up. We sinned. We dropped the ball. God did something. Because of his outrageous, contagious love, he sent Jesus Christ to die on the cross for our sins, to rise again, to do the work of reconciliation, to reconcile man to God through Christ, and to forgive us. Forgiveness. It's it, it's the guts of the gospel. Forgiveness. I'm forgiven. You're forgiven. He doesn't dredge up the past. No, no, I'm forgiven. And God is in the recycling business. Isn't that good? He repurposes us, he repurposes pain. He repurposes our sin. He repurposes grief. And Lisa and I are going through that right now. He repurposes us. So when you talk about recycling, all about God. It's all about the gospel. Wokeism though, and let me just tell you this in review, there are many things that are unforgivable, unredeemable. Forgiveness is not in play basically when it comes to wokeism. In Christianity, what do we say? We hate the sin and love the sinner. In wokeism, we hate the sin and we hate the sinner. That's that's basically it, so we have forgiveness. Think about love, God is love. Love is not God, God is love. He loves you and me, and that's a part of the activation of the gospel, he loves us. He loves us more than we can even even understand. The love of God is all-encompassing, it's all about unity, wokeism, love, no, no. They, they, they're they all about hate, and it's about separation. Again, they've dumbed us down just to the color of our skin, the body parts, and how we use the body parts. That's it. So we have salvation. We have forgiveness. We have love. Think about grace. What is grace? God's riches at Christ's expense. Do you think there's any grace in wokeism?
0: You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We're halfway through today's incredible message, and we hope it's been an inspirational part of your day. As we pause for a moment, we want to thank you for joining us and for your continued support. This ministry focused on sharing the gospel is possible because of listeners like you. As a token of our gratitude for supporting The Creative Connection, we have a special gift for you. We'd love to send you a complimentary copy of Pastor Ed and Lisa Young's newest book, A Path Through Pain. This is a powerful book they wrote after the sudden death of their oldest daughter, Lee Beth. They share profound truth that even in the darkest moments, pain and joy can coexist. To receive your free copy, visit edyoung.com. It's our way of saying thanks for your gift to help take the hope of Jesus to people around the world. And if today's message has touched your heart, consider supporting us. Your contributions, no matter the size, help us continue spreading God's Word and bring hope to many. Visit edyoung.com to learn how you can make a difference. Now, let's continue with today's message. You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young.
1: What What are you smoking? It's not there. Again, young people, listen for this. Check this out. Ask the Holy Spirit to, to activate the gospel in your life. Yes, we believe the gospel, but we must activate it. And it's time for us to have courage. When I think about courage, I think about Daniel. Years and years ago, I need to re-preach this series. I did a series called And That's the Way the Character Crumbles. And I talked about character in characters throughout Scripture. One who had courage was someone named Daniel. Daniel speaks to us right where we are, friends. I mean, he was loving. He was tenacious. He was courageous. He didn't let the culture pull him away from his focus on the Lord. As we talked about in this series, I've talked about truth a lot in biblical Christianity, you've got truth, and truth trumps feelings. Feelings emerge from truth. In wokeism, your feelings equal truth. If you feel like you identify as a roadrunner or a jackrabbit, well, that's truth. I'm telling you, it is insanity. But again, the Bible says those who don't know the Lord, their eyes are blinded. There is a, a level of deception out there that the enemy himself gets involved with that is, that is hard to imagine. Responsibility. Well, let me talk about that. Sometimes people say, oh, Jesus was a socialist. I've had people who've attended fellowship church tell me that. And, and politely I'll go, no, no, Jesus was not or is not a socialist because pretty much everything he talked about in parables has to do with responsibility. And you can see in some of the parables how some people who were responsible with the blessings of God made a fortune, and that's great. But the big idea is we face, those of us who are Christians, we face the judgment seat of Christ, and that's based on responsibility. What did you do? What did I do with what God gave me? What did you do that God gave you? Because God gave you a different gift than he gave me. Sometimes we have similar gifts. We're all utterly unique, and it's about responsibility. Wokeism, though, is the blame. You'll never discover victory because you're always a proverbial victim in the gospel of wokeism. You never get there, never, ever, ever. How about scripture? I I, I took some scripture and and, and kind of changed it around. Here's, Here's some basic scripture verses. I want you to read these with me. Love your neighbor as yourself. Okay, I like that. Here's the woke version. Villainize your neighbor unlike yourself. Let's keep going. For all have sinned, we've heard that before, I've preached that, and fallen short of the glory of God. The woke version, only the prosperous, the bourgeoisie, hey, that's bougie, the oppressors have sinned and fall short of the glory of the culturally elite. Isn't that great? And then the huge one, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I even, I even changed that one. Man so loved himself <laughs> that he took what he wanted that only the woke will be in power to villainize, blame, and incarcerate others. That's, that's the woke version. So the Bible you see is about truth, it's about enlightenment, it's about freedom, it's about emancipation, It's about individuality, it's about forgiveness, it's about Jesus and knowing him and making him known. So we need to be awake to the gospel. Second thing, awake to the beauty of the body of Christ. Awake to the beauty of the body of Christ. The body of Christ is the only entity out there in today's world that underscores and highlights those transcendent values taught in the family. It's the only thing. Sadly, it's the only thing. But Jesus said, the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. I was talking to a gentleman the other day at a dinner party, and we were talking about the church, and I said, you know, I have invested my life in the church because it's the only thing that'll last forever. It's the only thing. So so we need to awake to growing, to discover who we are in the body of Christ. And part of growing is understanding what it means with our gifts and aptitudes and abilities, what it means to apply those things and to become the kind of person that God desires us to be. Living things grow. I mean, as I look at my marriage, Lisa and I are closer today, after 40 years, than we were 40 years ago. It's a relationship that that we have cultivated. We also need to be awake to sowing, sowing. I'm I'm, I'm talking about sowing, obviously, our time and talent. But it's it's funny how people say, yeah, I'm serving and that's my tithe. Sorry, my man. That doesn't work. Yeah, but I volunteered, sorry, that dog won't hunt, as we say in Texas. For some reason, and I think I know why, God wants us to sow because sowing is literally planting a seed. He wants us to sow financially into the local church. They aren't my words. It's it's not me. I don't like to say this all the time. It's what God said. So sowing is not something that God wants from us. He doesn't want money from me or you. God, no. He wants something for us. Not from us, something for us. And so many people are asleep to the financial blessings and the financial, the financial beauty in the culture of the local church. And if you've not tried it, try it. I'm telling you, try it for a month. I, I, I mean, your life is not gonna be the same. Also, we need to, to, to wake up to knowing the Lord. Do you know Jesus Christ personally? Do you know him? Or are you asleep? Do you know him? Or are you asleep? Martin Luther, the great reformer, had a dream about hell. He dreamed that the devil was sitting on the throne of hell and he was hearing reports from the other demons about what was happening around the world. So one demon said, hey Satan, uh, there were some Christians a caravan, they were, they were cruising across the desert and I had some lions to take them out, to kill them. Satan goes, you're an idiot. Their souls are in heaven. I don't care about that. Another demon goes, uh, uh, Satan, uh, this, 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 this group of missionaries, they were sailing across the Atlantic and uh, I, I caused this great wind and, and, and the boat was obliterated and everyone drowned. You don't get it, Satan said. Their souls are in heaven. Then a third demon, a wise demon came to Satan and said, Satan, I've been working for five years to get this Christian to go to sleep. And finally, this Christian has fallen asleep. And with that, a standing ovation occurred in hell because one Christ follower went to sleep. No more sleeping in church. Be awake to the utter uniqueness of the gospel. Be awake to the beauty of the body of Christ. And I'm telling you something. You'll see and be and do things by the octane and horsepower of the Holy Spirit. You never dreamed possible.
0: Thank you for being with us today on The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We hope this message has empowered you to stand firm in your faith and to shepherd your family with wisdom and courage. Your role is pivotal in nurturing a God-honoring environment, and it's our prayer that you would feel supported and equipped in this journey. Your support is so important in helping us share the gospel of Jesus with a hurting world As a token of our gratitude, we're offering you a free copy of A Path Through Pain by Pastor Ed and Lisa Young. Visit edyoung.com to claim your book and learn more about how you can support Ed Young Ministries. Join us next time as Pastor Ed begins a new series of talks called Rescue. We'll learn what can happen when we move beyond our comfort zone and realize we're part of something much greater than ourselves. Stay connected with us at edyoung.com for more great content and ways for you to be part of what God is doing through the creative connection. Thanks for listening. Until next time, God bless.